Welcome to the Boy Open Up Podcast, where we go from tangled to unpacked. I'm your emotionally shattered host, Doug Hildreth, <laughs> and with me as always is my codependent black belt, Christine Stacy. What started as a 30-day social media challenge has blossomed into a rapidly growing movement across the globe where we break down life and society through feelings. The topics and discussions on this podcast are adult in nature, so listener discretion is advised. We want to remind everybody that the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely our own and nobody else's. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with your friends and family. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome. Yeah. So last week, we got into a conversation and really kind of dug in and opened up what consistency looks like and how it pertains and relates to success. And... That looks very different for a lot of people, but what I thought would be a really cool follow-up to that is, what about when we have those moments where we really want to be consistent, but we have fear, or we have insecurity, or we have doubt, and we freeze? Yes. So what about like those moments when we're, when we're genuinely like, I'm all in and I want to be part of this, but I can't get out of my own fucking way, so I'm just frozen? Yeah. I was literally just listening to another podcast this morning that I try and listen to at least little tiny bites of it uh, probably a few times a week because it is very motivational for Mm. entrepreneurs and women who are entrepreneurs. So today happened to be about, and I, I listened to about 10 minutes, that's about all the time I had, and it was literally... The things you can kind of throw to the side that you really don't need to worry about when you're starting a business. Mm. And she specifically said, and if you are getting consumed by worrying about all these things, she's like, you're probably actually just holding on to fear. Mm -hmm. And you're letting that control you and kind of just doing the busy work before you're actually operating business before you're actually doing anything right yeah you're doing you're distracting yourself right yeah and so well, i was like okay so how does that relate to me <laughs> well because it's really easy to yes yeah it i mean let's be real and these things seem important too so it's easy to do the busy work because you're sure. like well i'm still moving forward sort of ish i, I think that's bullshit <laughs> so I'm just going to call that what I what I think it is. I think that's bullshit. I, I think that it's really easy to wrap it in the trappings of while I'm moving the needle forward and I'm working on these things. But really what it is, is I'm avoiding taking the next step or putting myself out there and being vulnerable. Really, that's what it is. is it comes down to like being afraid of being vulnerable and being afraid of fucking up. Oh, what I think happens to you and... and this is coming from my own self, but I would imagine most people feel this way. So in this process of starting this new business that honestly we know nothing about, like we have no business uh, creating clothing. Uh, However, it's a passion. I'm going to say on the record, I disagree with you. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go back to that. We will. Uh, I'm just trying to make a point here. So, uh, So as you're going through the motions of trying to get it up and going, you only look to end products, right? And we talk about that a lot. So I see an account on Instagram or someone's website, and you see a business that's probably had 20 years or 10 years or five years behind it, 
and you don't actually know what it begins with. And what I was thinking about is like the interwebs are huge, right? There's a lot of stuff out there. And there's probably a ton of tiny businesses that have a free website that have one product and they haven't been able to grow more than that. Maybe they don't even have an Instagram account yet, but they are starting and they're just kind of growing with what they have and they have put themselves out there. And a lot of eyes might not be on it yet because yes, they don't have the SEO, they don't Mm -hmm. have paid advertising or whatever, but they're putting themselves out there. And so I was thinking to myself, well, where's the line for me of like when I feel okay to put myself out there into the world as a business, Mm. meaning something to sell a product or whatever. What boxes do you need to check before you're going to be allowed to? Yes. And, and this is funny because I feel like this relates to so many different things, not just running a business, but for me, my boxes are long and I, there's a lot of them. The list is long. There's a lot of boxes checked off until I feel like, okay, I'm legitimate. And I realized this in my head, like that is probably not the best way to think this through. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, cause I, obviously I'm pretty opposite. Yes. And in my mind, I'm like, well, we've decided to do this. So we're ready to put it out there. Yep. <laughs> yes. And just openly talk about it. You know, the reality of it is, is that there aren't that many experts in the world. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch, but there aren't that many. So when you say things like, when I hear people say things like, oh, well, I have no business doing this. Like, fuck that. Like, why don't you have business doing that? Like, I don't like when people are like, oh, people just need to stay in their lane. So does that mean like we just need to stick to podcasting? Does that mean that I just need to stick to running auto dealerships and you just need to stick to running gyms? Like, fuck that. Like our business experience, our lived experience gives us expertise that will transcend, right? And translate into what we're doing with launching a new company. Sure. We don't know the ins and outs of stocking and management and all that kind of stuff, shipping and receiving. Guess what, though? We'll learn. Exactly, yeah. You know, and, and that's what I always think about when I think about stuff like that is, is like, why, what, it, what is really keeping me from moving forward? What's, what's forcing me to hesitate? What's slowing me down? What am I afraid of? Exactly, yeah. And I think it's usually fear. I'm trying to literally think of anything else. Well, let's let's relate it. Let's go like dive into real time. What's the last week been like for you? Yeah, the last week has been basically if you were in my life, a, a fly on the wall, you would see a lot of stalling and digging my feet in the ground. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and over, I would say, really important things. Yes. So... Let's be specific. We're at this stage where basically you're ready to start like designing the website and designing product Mm -hmm. and doing all of the things that go with like making sure it's the right material, that it's the right fit, that it's the right uh, durability, that it's the right blend of fabrics, that it's the right, you know, you know, coloring. And I mean that like literally down to every detail that the logo is in the exact right spot on the body. Uh, You're literally getting ready to do all these things. And yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I was like, so where are we at on this stuff? And your response was? I don't know. Yeah. You were like, (laughs) well, yeah, you know, and as soon as somebody starts with that, as soon as you get the long, (laughs) like, "Ah, hold on, how do I frame this so I can show you all the things I've been working on? 
so that you know I've been working on it, but also I haven't been working on those things, <laughs> you know? And, it, and then it was like, well, we just, we have to spend money on this and we have to spend money on that and we have to do this and we have to do that. And it's like, yeah, we're starting a business. Yeah. I So I freeze up when it comes to money. And, and here's the thing is we are trying to start small. We want, we're very okay with kind of taking the steps to like, start small and grow as the need is there. And, and also like this whole business is around what people want and what makes them feel good. And, and we're still figuring that out. So, so that's your excuse. That's where you live in. Well, that's what you keep. And you keep going back to it. Is this, you have this, and I love that we're going to do this live (laughs) and on air is that you have this natural need to be like, well, we're going to start small. So everybody knows, like, just so you know, we're starting really, we're not big. We're not very good. We don't really know what we're doing. We're just going to start really small and that's okay. And we're not really sure what everybody wants to see from us. So we have to like take some real time and like figure out what everybody wants to see from us. Because again, I just want to say we're really small and we don't really know what we're doing. Well, here's my other thought on that is... I think you can start a business with very little funds up front. You can do a lot of Absolutely. online businesses where you really don't even have product. You let someone else uh, ship the product for you. And yeah, I, I think it's doable to do it without a lot of upfront investment. What we are doing and the route we're choosing to do is kind of a middle road, I would say. Sure. Uh, we're not trying to invest tons and tons, but we're open to investing some. Yeah. And so that's where I definitely get caught up because I want to do it as little as, as inexpensively as possible. Yes. Yeah. And also because then if there's failure, it's less big. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you don't start a business with like, man, we want to go really small. So that way when we fail, <laughs> it's not that bad. Right. And, and, uh, and I mean that like that to me, like that's a, that's an already defeated mentality. Like, and, and so holding back, and this is why we unpack this shit. Cause if you're somebody out there that can relate to what she's saying, and I think a lot of us can, is that there's nothing to hold back from. And if you go fucking big, if you swing for the fences and you miss, you didn't fail. You fucking learned. Yeah. And then you can decide where you want to go from there. But again, like the market and consumers will dictate what your flagship products are. Yeah. You don't. You might think you know, but it will change. Yeah. And it may not. You may have nailed it. And if you did, holy shit, like we need to get your mind, like we need to get you around a crystal ball. Because if you know exactly (laughs) where the market's going and what what the leaning trends are, then you're going to make billions, Yeah, you know, and that's the reality of it is that every once in a while, we're just going to swing and whiff. But if you're, if you're not even starting because you're afraid of swinging and whiffing, you're, you're just missing out on these opportunities for growth. Yeah. Yes. We're going to start on a smaller scale. We are not going after Nike and Under Armour. Right. Right. Like our goal is to launch the product, figure out what people respond to and like Mm -hmm. sell the product then redouble the orders and begin making new product. Yeah. We will literally do that over and over and over again with limited run editions until we've developed a large enough brand awareness and niche in the market that we can then begin to dictate, like, we're going to go this way with these products and we're going to go that way with these products. And those are things to understand, like, we're going to learn about the rest of the business as we go. Right. Yeah. And I, 
I'm a big believer in that on-the-job training. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's nearly impossible to know how you will do in something without doing actually it. doing it. Yeah. So what uh, are you so afraid of? So first, just quick, quick, like, detour here. Oh. I was thinking the other day, uh, you were making a live video, I think, on Instagram or something. And anyways, you were referencing the podcast and why we do this podcast and I was thinking about it earlier, and this is so ironic, because I was like, part of the reason I think we do this podcast weekly is this is literally like our counseling time and our like sure. hash it out time. Yeah. And I generally feel like we walk away having debriefed a lot of stuff that's been going on in our lives in yeah. the last week or two. No, I agree with that for sure. Like, and even with a clearer picture of where we're going for the rest of the week or the, the, the upcoming week. Yeah. yeah. So I very much feel like we're, we're living in that right now. Yeah. By design. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to a degree. And, and that's part of why I wanted to talk about this today was because yesterday, like we had that moment where I was like, so where are you at with this stuff? And not in like a, Hey, why haven't you got this done? Cause that's not our dynamic at all. Yeah. It was more like, Hey, where are we at? You know, what can I help with Mondays and Tuesdays are my day off. How can I be of assistance? Like, what can I help you do to move this needle forward? Yeah. And it was like, well, and I mean, literally like, let's just call a spade a spade. You laid out every excuse in the book for like, oh, I can't, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, cuz. And it was like, okay, very rarely do I ever take this role in our relationship, but I was like, get the card, pay for this, pay for this, line this up, make, let's, and then let's set a time to make these decisions. Yeah. Uh, and, but you responded and you were like, okay. Yeah. Well, I needed that. Yeah. And every, I 100% would have kept stalling. Yes. And that's the reality. So I guess if there's one big takeaway from this, it's make sure you have somebody on your team and in your corner that will push you when you need to be pushed. Because you do the same for me when I have areas that I'm like holding off on. Yeah. You know, we had a recent, and I'm not going to go into details because I wouldn't want anybody to get, you know, offended or hurt. But we had a recent situation just at our, at my company hmm. uh, where I specifically had to address a coworker who is a very close personal friend. Uh, and I called them, you know, and, and, and we were talking about a specific situation at work and I have to be kind of vague, but it was an uncomfortable one. And I was trying to lovingly lay down a boundary about where we need to be in this regard to this kind of behavior. Yeah. In a and, very soft and loving way. Yes. And, and, and let's just be real. I wasn't getting to the point because I was more worried about being a friend mm -hmm. than I was about being a boss and a leader. Mm -hmm. And I got off the phone with the phone call and you, you were like, you need to call them back <laughs> and you need to tell them exactly what happens if this happens again and not be so loving about it, not because you don't care, but because everybody needs to know exactly where they stand in this moment. Yeah. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I was like, you're right. And I literally picked the phone up and called them right back and was like, Hey, I just did you a disservice by not being forthcoming and being entirely direct so that there's no misunderstandings about where we stand on this. Yeah. And I just drew the lines very clearly and set very clear boundaries. And guess what? They were like, oh, that makes absolute sense. I'm really glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, this all makes me think about perspective and specifically how it ties to fear. And so when we're, you know, I'm launching this business or you're, or you're starting a relationship or you're mm. whatever, all these different things. 
even if we don't fear, feel, excuse me, fearful at every given moment, like I don't feel fear about this business. I'm honestly ecstatic about it most of the time, but there's certain aspects to it that I am completely fearful about uh, and that are limiting. And so like when, when that's still something that exists inside you and you haven't really confronted that, your perspective is going to be skewed. Even if like, yes, I'm ecstatic. And so my perspective seems legit and seems almost wise at times because I'm being careful and deliberate and blah, 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 and blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's really helpful to have someone else and if you're starting on your own maybe it's just a friend or something uh, but someone else that you can filter things through because you just think your perspective is the perspective well that's the reality our truth is our is the truth yeah that that's how most human beings are right i mean that's why like not to get political but like why some people lean left and some people lean right and why some people believe in certain things and some people believe in others. So that's just the reality of it. Like our truth is the truth. Right. What I believe to be the truth about a situation is in my mind, the only truth. And most people are incapable of opening their lens up and their gaze up Mm -hmm. to see other people's truths and allow their perspectives in to re help reshape theirs potentially Mm -hmm. or not, you know, depending on the situation. But I'm totally in line with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to this other guy a while ago, a long time ago about thoughts. And this threw me off when he made this comment, but he said, your thoughts are all lies. And then he went and kind of backed it up. And if you think about each thought, each perspective is generally it is tied to some emotional Absolutely. experience inside of us. And so and, and sure that emotion might be connected to a real time event, but then uh, that emotion exists inside of us and we come up with a thought to deal with it or to justify it yeah, or rationalize whatever. it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, and any person, any hundreds of people could then have a different thought given the same exact circumstance. Absolutely. And so as a whole, your thoughts are a lie or yes, they're created inside of us. Yeah. And, and from, and born from lived experience. Yeah. So they're totally shaded yes. and tainted with our own whatever, with right. our own internal response to the feelings aroused by similar situations. Right. So how powerful is it then if we acknowledge that and then we align ourselves with someone who can really challenge in a good way those thought patterns? Absolutely. And I think for me, that is the best thing about doing this business. Honestly, starting this business is almost like a therapeutic process for me. Yeah. Because it directly confronts a lot of these thought patterns yes. that I battle with on a daily basis. Yeah, you want to you want to work on your insecurities and your vulnerability, start a business. Right. Right, and start a business that's about like self-love and tolerance and compassion for all. Right. And do it on the social media sphere. Exactly. And, and these are all things I and this is why I'm starting the business. These are all things I'm so passionate about. When it comes to other people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so it's funny because I have really enjoyed it, this process because I'm like, man, I have to really fill in the gaps right now with myself. And here's a fun story for you guys. But we have to, you know, we're trying to get more and more content, more uh, pictures to be ready for the website and that kind of thing. So we... Yep. Went to the forest. Yeah. (laughs) 
couple days ago and we took some shots and we took we wanted to do kind of like a fun it was very lighthearted, but like kind of bundled up pictures in the cold and then it was freezing yes it was <laughs> yeah that was my first experience modeling underwear yes but our little booties were totally showing Oof. And I have never done this before, and I wouldn't say that that is something I would naturally be super comfortable with. Sure. Uh, but it put me out there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you take pictures of your half-naked self, and yes. that's as vulnerable as it gets, especially with your human body. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because we all, again, have our own insecurities about around that. Uh, but how can we lead and build a company about self-love right. and about body positivity and about encouragement and compassion and unity mm -hmm. if we're unwilling to expose our vulnerabilities to the world? Exactly. And I, I felt like I needed to do it for exactly that reason and for yeah. all the people that I want to encourage through this brand. Well, because there's going to be a, hundreds or maybe thousands of people eventually that that encounter this brand and the only way that people connect or resonate with anything is through authenticity yeah so that's the reality of it yeah yeah and so if you're not authentic your brand isn't authentic right. and nobody's going to be interested in your brand yeah you know and, and again it's just putting in this time and this effort but don't mix up the busy and distractive work from what's really going to move the needle forward sometimes it's that thing that you are like well i'll get to it eventually that might be the thing you need to do right fucking now, yeah. today, because that's the thing that will open up the next level of work for you to do. Yeah. Real work. Yeah. Right? Like how much work got done yesterday after you made those decisions right. and how much more work was made available to you right. after you were like, okay, we're going to go with this company to yeah. do this work. They're going to help us with this website. We're going to pay them. As soon as you made that decision, boom, you got the email, you know, you called them, set it up. And it was like, okay, this is what we're going to set up. And this is what we're going to need from you by this day. Right. Yeah. And then it was like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> have deadlines it, and correct. But yeah. that's, that's what's needed. Yeah, for sure. Because now we're actually working on the building of the company mm -hmm. and then the rest of our time will be worked, will be spent working on the building of the brand. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Like now you're in the throes of it. Now you're actually running a business. Right. Yeah. Look out. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to happen. Yes. But don't stay stuck. Yeah. You know, and that's what I said to you yesterday. I said, stop stopping. Yeah. Why are you stopping? <laughs> stop stopping. Don't <laughs> allow your fears or your insecurities to block you off. And, and sure, it's like, oh, well, that's easy to say. But the only way to stop stopping is to start starting. Yeah. Like literally just do the thing. Yeah. There, there's yes. no way you can't like be like, well, it's like getting into a, a cold pool one toe at a time. Like jump in. I very much had the thought multiple times in the last 24, 48 hours of like, this is why people don't keep going. Yeah. Because it's hard. And and it's funny because it, I knew it was all in my head. Uh, but I'm like, people stop because of their head. Like they just literally like just, and thankfully, like I am very thankful for my team and for you. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot, I would guess the majority of people who get started on a journey like this do quit, uh, because of something that was entirely in their control. Absolutely in their control. But felt overwhelming in their head. Yeah. Well, and again, cause your thoughts are all lies. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not overwhelming. Yeah. It's not too much. It's not too big. It's not too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't eat an elephant in one bite. You know, yeah. that there's that saying, like, it's one bite at a time. And yeah. you literally just have to begin the process of the work. But be able to, and if you don't have the ability to, surround yourself with the ability to see what work actually needs to be done. Yeah. And I would just put out there in the world, too, whoever's listening to this, like, if you have something that you are... I'm curious about or you're starting or whatever it is, I'm just going to throw you out to everyone as a resource. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can contact Doug directly. Yeah. Uh, and have this same conversation with him. Cause I think this is one of his giftings for sure uh, is helping people sort through some of these inhibitors and yeah. helping you learn to press activate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love conversations about business. I love, I love conversations about ideas. Mm -hmm. I love talking about ideas with people because that's what moves the world forward. Yeah. So I'm big fan of that, but I'm also a big fan of entrepreneurship of people exploring new businesses or just people wanting feedback. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we've had enough lived experience and enough professional experience now that I'm very comfortable looking at something analytically and and get and being willing to give advice that I think is sound and if I don't know what I'm talking about I won't give you my opinion because yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about yeah. like but I'll give you my 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 interpretation of what the evidence says mm-hmm. you know and, and I think that's the biggest thing is to know like if you're on the other end of this podcast and you're listening to what we're talking about and you're like but I just don't know where to go fucking call us text us dm us we're here we're available and we will help you for free Mm-hmm. That's just it. This isn't a, this isn't our pitch to sell you our product. This is us just saying, if you want to know what to do, we will tell you for free and for fun because we want to see you build something that's great as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. This was fun. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, thank you for opening up with us. We'll talk to you guys soon.